0: Hey guys and welcome to Sounds Like NYC episode seventy two. Our next guests are a uh, gay pop rock uh, musical duo based in New York City. You can find them on Instagram at Fab the Duo. Please welcome Brendan and Greg. How do you? How is it being like a musical group that's a couple? Like, a, w- at what point does like it turn off? You know what I mean? <laughs> <It doesn't>,
1: no, <laughs> honestly, it's it's one of those things. I don't know how it works, but it works, and so we just go why ask why um, and you know, we do have couple, like, moments and arguments within a musical moment. Like, it just happens. In fact, a lot of the, the time during our shows, we do have our little couple bickers. People love but People love it, out. and we don't mean to do it. Just, like, something like, oh, you're in the wrong key. Am I? Yes. No. Like, oh, yeah, I am. It's, like, no, that it's
2: kind it, of little thing right? like Something like that.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think it's really fun Um, It definitely gives us always something to talk about It's true, yeah And, you know, Um, it's so fun, you know, we vibe so well together That it's really fun to vibe creatively And, like, you know And in terms of performing and stuff like that And interviews, it makes it so much easier to You know, always have another person to vibe off Instead Mm -hmm. of just always being by yourself Yeah Yeah,
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, really um, Amazing how in just, like what like about a year and a half two years just like the amount of success that you guys have been like a- able to kind of like garner so like why do you think like obviously it's all because of the fans but like yeah like how would uh, how would you describe your fan base and like what do you think is like the general source of your uh, of the success that you guys have gotten up until now
1: yeah um i think What has hit me over time and I think is very relevant is that I think people can't resist a good love story. Um, And we're selling a live in the flesh love story. No one knows the ending. No one knows how it's gonna do. So we're all on this together. We're providing the soundtrack. So all of our fans are very much lovers. They love love. They love watching love blossom. They're, they love people. Um, Yeah, they're, they're all the people that have come into fab and have been huge sponsors or sponsors, huge fans and things are just lovers through and through. Um, and you can, really re- you can really see that whenever you get everyone in a room together.
3: Yeah, so our fans, which we also call fabbits, <laughs> by the way, mm-hmm. um, they're really diverse, actually. We were worried that it'd be hard to, you know, get anyone outside of the LGBT community mm-hmm. because, you know, we were worried, we just sort of look at like a novelty gay act, but like, you know, so many straight people um of also all ages too and we played in like rural areas in vermont and texas as well as like new york and i mean i'm from vermont he's from texas that that, that explains why but we played both rural areas urban areas um straight people gay people young and a lot of the time
1: actually uh, the girlfriends bring their boyfriends there but then their boyfriends come running up to us before the girlfriends. <laughs> like, oh, I love your outfits. I love your shoes. And like, it's, just, it's, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite fun to watch. And it's just like, it's like, okay, we got to give some props to y'all straight yeah. now. And then also <laughs>
3: it's really cool how international our fan base is. Um, like looking at our stats on Spotify and stuff, there's people from, you know, the Netherlands and from Brazil, like Sao Paulo. We have a huge following there yeah. somehow. Um, and, you know, on like, whenever we do instagram live streams people are tuning in from like places like south africa mauritius mm-hmm. like yeah. uk all these places so places i've never heard of so it's, it's great. really <laughs> cool and i think yeah i think Greg, like nailed it saying you know we're not like a gay story it's a love story and i feel like everyone could relate to that whether you're gay or straight
2: interesting sure. yeah. yeah for sure yeah
0: how how have you guys been doing like you know marketing yourselves on on social media like what do you guys have been doing up to this point to get to to where you guys are
1: honestly i don't even know like it's <laughs> like it changes every day like social media
3: is a whole life force that no one knows what it is um it is but i think you know for a while we had no idea what our brand was, what yeah. we were trying to say, what our image was, we were like being told all these different things like, oh, well, don't be too out there. Don't be too gay, all these <laughs> things. And then I feel like once we yeah. really, and you know, great, I got to give Greg Pross because he's the branding guy. Um, once we really honed in on our brand and like what we wanted to portray to the world and had like a sort of more streamlined look and story it yeah. like really, that's when it started to take off and we started to get more like press and things started to pick up. So yeah, that I was think really helpful.
1: Yeah, bouncing off of that, I think it is literally just us kind of just doing our own thing and hoping for the best and throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah, It's <laughs> like, also
3: a marathon, like not a race. So like, I wish we could have, you know, just go viral one second and, you know, yeah. get like thousands of fans. But honestly, you know, we have to be, on social media a lot just like putting in the work and reaching out to different people mm-hmm. and yeah it just it just takes time but you know I I mean, on, are you
0: guys on tiktok yet
3: <laughs> we're trying
1: it's we don't know tiktok we don't understand it i think we're, we missed the train we would like to uh, <laughs>
2: uh would you want david's fantastic tiktok consulting services then because apparently he's yeah. the uh, <laughs> i just had
0: i just had a one video that like went viral and that that's it. I, I just talk about it as, as, as you know whenever the oh. it comes up. But
2: yeah, it, 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 it's all so random. what
3: goes viral, <laughs> but I mean, we've been trying. We're trying to get more people to do like trying to do those TikTok dance challenges and stuff yeah. like that. But I think it's I think we just got to spend more time on it because it's yeah. a whole new platform that you know you got to figure out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah,
2: definitely. Like the nature of your of of your music is definitely more that. That, you know upbeat kind of like dancey vibe so i think you guys would be like a perfect like um fit to have like a viral tiktok or like anything of that nature
3: we would i hope love so. that yeah hopefully be great. One day. <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> so like speaking of your music so like um before you guys if i'm remembering in brendan and Greg. Greg. Greg, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, yeah, so like Brendan, before you guys met up, like what kind of songwriting were you doing? Were you doing like a completely different genre? And then when you guys met, it kind of formed into into kind of like the dance pop or like general pop thing that it is now? Or like, yeah, what has been your personal journey in terms of uh, musicality?
3: definitely I mean there's definitely influences but it also changed a lot in high school I was in a lot of like rock bands even like almost I never did screaming but like some of the people in my bands did Mm. and then you know (laughs) the last you know after high school I was sort of just because I just had my guitar I was sort of doing that singer songwriter almost Ed Sheeran like thing Mm. and then you know once the two of us came together we brought all these different influences because we like come from such different backgrounds our voices are so different so I've It makes no sense that it even works together but somehow it does greg has his whole musical theater background and it you know that's sort of how we bring in all these different elements from rock to pop dance Mm -hmm. broadway like all this stuff is sort of a mix of the two of us yeah
2: okay interesting yeah so like speaking of wits like like uh greg's like you know musical background so like yeah. Tell, tell us about how, how like that started. Like when did you realize that you wanted to do theater and like how that kind of like um, trickled down to like you coming over here and like Brendan as well, like kind of like the story of like how you guys actually ended up coming to the city.
1: Yeah. So I was lucky enough to, so I'm adopted and I was adopted at two and a half mm-hmm. and I was lucky enough to be adopted into this, uh, very artsy family. Like, my mom is a professional uh, soprano, my dad is a writer, like, and and within the other parts of the family, it's like writers, um, teachers, all this. So, like, I was lucky enough to get tossed into this world. And, I mean, I grew up around, you know, opera music, classical music. That's because that's what I was surrounded by with my mom. And so I... kind of learned through that and then over time I started getting into band Um, I played tuba and then um, and I was really good at that but I I really wanted to sing but I had a terrible experience where people laughed at me so I didn't sing anymore Um, so then I uh, it wasn't until about sophomore year that I actually no junior year that I sang again um, from fifth grade into then so um, and then that's where I found my love for theater, um, and really fell in love with it. And honestly, it sounds ridiculous, but Glee really made me want to <laughs> perform. Glee really showed me that, okay, maybe I could do this. Like sh- I shouldn't be too afraid if they're losers and they can do it. Why can't I, <laughs> um, kind of funny looking back, but it makes it, it, it just worked. Um, so shout out to Glee. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then. I started, I didn't go to school for it. Um, I hate school. I really hated it. I love the social aspect, hated everything else. Yep. Um, mostly, mostly just because I didn't like the whole, like, you only can do it one way and that's the only correct way. I was just like, that's not, that's not me. Um, so anyway, I decided that I was just going to see how far I could get by just jumping in. And uh, about a year and a half after I graduated, actually, I moved to New York and was doing shows all around here, working and yeah, now I'm, I've am i done a lot, and the last thing I ever expected was to be in a band, and especially recording music, because I was always very, very scared of my voice, like terrified of it. I didn't, you know, as a kid with a big old voice like mine, I was very just like, "Ooh, he thinks he's better than all of us, or <laughs> oh, he's an opera singer, or can you shut up your vibrato, and it's like, oh, I don't know what... I'm sorry I know how to sing. Like, that's kind of what it was. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: so, yeah, that's kind of how I
3: got here. Yeah, it's so funny. One of our first, like, shows, we had to do a bunch of pop covers, and Greg almost was like, I can't do this. I'm not meant to be a pop I singer." I had a
1: full-out, <laughs> like, mental breakdown behind the scenes. Like, it was, like, Real Housewives-level, level, like, mental breakdown. Like, I was like oh, my God, I don't know. Like, what if I go out there, and I, like, screw it all up, and everyone yells at me, and I ruin the pop songs, and... It was just like, yeah. So,
3: <laughs> But yeah, but I'm glad he got over it and we're still doing our thing. Um, and yeah, I grew up, you know, I did choir in high school. I was in bands. I did go to school. I actually studied, I was like, almost went to Berkeley School of Music, but I was like too oh. afraid to take the jump into just doing music. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, go to liberal arts school. I actually studied political science. And then after I graduated, I'm like, no, I just want to go to New York and do music and see what happens so right after I graduated college I moved to New York didn't even have a job I met Greg on Tinder like a month later so it was pretty soon after um he like came to like one of my first open mics in the city where it was literally like him (laughs) he was the one audience member (laughs) um and you know yeah and then after that things started picking up
2: oh so you guys haven't even been here for like maybe less than five years right
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i've been here for i just passed four years in may wow Wow,
3: just like three years for me yeah
2: yeah so like what's like the city for you know a a couple of guys from like rural areas like what was like some of like the culture shock or like surprises that you guys had when you like kind of like the first month or the first couple of months in like uh being here
1: yeah, honestly, I always knew I wanted to live in New York. Um, so for, for me, it was actually, an instead of a oh my God moment, it was like an oh thank God moment. Because uh, <laughs> in Texas, like I hated everyone waving at you. I hated everyone acting like they care about you and then turning around and being like, I don't know who this person is. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate fake. So like Texas, like that's all it's built on. It's like, you have to be nice. You have to present yourself in a nice way. You have to know everyone's business. And I just hated that. And even when I go back now and everyone waving at me, I'm like, it'll leave me alone. Um, And so like, I love, like I was just talking to my sister the other day and she like fell down the stairs on the subway going to work one time and like really hurt her knee. And she was like crying and all this. And she was telling me like, Oh, no one turned around and helped me. Oh and I was like, I, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure someone probably was like, is she okay? Okay, she's not dead. I got to catch the <laughs> train. Um, <laughs> but that's something I was like, instead of, oh, God, oh, my God, I was like, oh, thank God, I actually love this city. I kind of like the invisible aspect because in taxis you're just smothered. Now, New Yorkers are not as mean as I thought they would be. Um, uh, yeah, I... I think the biggest thing for me was just the cold weather. Um, But I was looking forward to it because in Texas, it goes from 100 degrees to like 40 degrees in the same
3: day sometimes. So, I I, I think Vermont's got
0: it worse than us, though.
3: Vermont is so cold. Yeah, it's even worse than here. So I'm used to it. (laughs) I'm like, this is nothing. But Greg is definitely you know, when it gets cold, it's a little harder for him. Oh, yeah. Um, I also like always imagine moving to New York, but it definitely was a bit more of a shock for me just because I grew up in such a small town and I was probably, I guess you'd say I was a little bit sheltered and I was like very trusting of everyone and, you know, very polite. And so like, you know, the first couple of months and Greg would see it, people would always just like rope me in and try to, you know, get me to do some scam or like, you know, and I would just like assumed everyone always had like the best interests at heart. And it just like, it took me, you know, it took me a year I kind of to get a bit of a tougher skin and get, Used to like the rudeness and the fast pace and the sort of dog eat dog world of it, but I, you know, I love New York. I think even though people have people aren't necessarily like you know the most friendly people, but like it really is a community, just seeing like how people have responded the last few months, and you know, we love New York even now. We have no desire to just leave. I know a lot of people lately have been like are you planning on leaving new york like i've heard it's dead i've heard it's i'm like no that's all like no like new york is definitely not dead there's still such a like heart and soul of it um even now and yeah Yeah. i just i love this city a lot
0: awesome i'm glad those people who do think that it's dead are leaving though
3: so yeah, that, they exactly. can leave. I'm they like, can yeah, leave. you can leave, whatever.
0: We like, <laughs> rents for us. I mean, yeah,
2: definitely.
3: Yeah, you get all those tourists out of Times Square. We were in Times Square yesterday, and we could actually walk around. I was like, yeah, oh my great. god, I actually hate it
0: anymore. I, I prefer Maybe. New York City like this, just quiet. I don't.
2: I mean, I feel, yeah, but like one of the most defining parts of the city is it, is it being so packed and busy, and especially Times exactly. Square being completely packed. You know.
1: I miss yelling at people being in my way. I
3: miss being mad that someone's walking slow. Like, I but miss that.
0: I love having a seat on the train.
1: I
3: mean, that's, that's true, me too. And I love outdoor restaurants, at least right now, actually. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been to Europe and, like, everyone does it. And it's yeah. so nice having yeah. it outdoors. So, you know, at least in, when it's warm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean have you guys ever like written a song because because um we were like only listening to like um the two most um uh, what do you call it like the two most um singles that you guys are the most the, the two strange. most single yeah. that you guys have put out sorry, I can speak English but um
3: no, <laughs>
2: <laughs> is there like is there like any like song within your like um uh catalog that that specifically talks about New York City or, like, deals with, like, themes about living in the uh, big city?
3: I personally wrote a song about New York called New York Skyline when I just moved here. And I was, like, every single day I'd look out at New York and be like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe I'm, like, looking at this. It looks like a stock photo. Like, I can't believe I'm <laughs> here. Um, Honeymoon but- Yep. Yeah, the honeymoon thing Yeah, I mean, there's still, there's still there's <laughs> still times when like you'll just look out and be like, "Wow, I can't believe I'm here." And then there's mm-hmm. other times where you're just like staring at the ground or your phone and forget about it. And yeah, I don't know. If we don't have ones. a
1: New York moment yet. Um, it's definitely one we that should. we need to have. Um, I think we just need New York to get back to itself first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well that's, but, yeah. that's a good idea. That's a Eighth, good. Well, yeah. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> has to have a New York song. It's like a rite of passage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: so like speaking of your music, um, if you want, we can like take this time to kind of like listen to like one of your singles or like plug any song. Plug something in. Yeah.
3: Yeah, totally. Sure. So <laughs> sure, what, yeah.
0: what would you want us to, to plug in?
3: Um, I guess so we recently in the past two weeks um, released a new single called Party for Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a very perfect quarantine bop where it's all about just like being stuck at home but still trying to have a party yeah so i think you know i'd love to play that one
2: yeah awesome
3: I take a lot of inspiration writing songs in the shower. It's like, you know, it's where I get to sing and just sort of like yeah. around with things without like any judgment. So I sort of came up with this song in the shower and basically wrote the song about taking a shower yeah. <laughs> and like having fun <laughs> in a shower. Um, yeah, And then it wasn't, I wrote, we wrote this song like way before quarantine and then we realized that you know this was sort of the perfect song for quarantine because yeah. literally we've been stuck, the two of us and our dog, Dolly, um, in this apartment for the last six months, just yeah. trying to make the most out of being stuck together. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people can relate to that. So, um, and then you know, in, when we were in the recording process, Greg sort of said just all these fun things just um, like improvised, like yeah. I so it's funny because I, I, whenever we were
1: shooting the music video for this song, um, there's a moment in the bridge where I literally just in the moment just said what I thought, and of course, he used that, but I didn't, I don't, I still don't really like even though it's recorded, I still don't really know what I said and how I said it, <laughs> it just and I realize now that, like, oh my god, I really don't know. I have to, like, l- learn it by listening to myself. Like, it's a whole mm. different person. It's so funny. But. I also
3: want to plug, so we have a music video for the song out, which has gotten um, a good amount of press and views, but we also have a workout video. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it, we did. We got, um, we hired some backup dancers right before quarantine for all our shows, and then, you know, quarantine happened and we couldn't use yeah. them, and then we really wanted to utilize them because they're all New York and they're all incredibly talented and so you know i feel like we both got sort of out of shape just being stuck at home in quarantine and i was sort of inspired by i was doing some like you know online zumba classes or just like stream people doing dance workouts and trying to do that and so we wanted to like do an interactive fun workout video where you know, and we all danced and people could follow yeah. along and we're not dancers at all. So, like, we sort of looked a little goofy at times and we were definitely not perfect, but we also just wanted people to feel like, you know, if they're doing this and coming out of the video where their dance moves aren't perfect, like, you know, it's okay. We can just dance and have fun and be a little bit active right now, because I know for me, it's definitely harder to be active. Yeah. So, yeah just wanted to plug that workout
2: out for you yeah no definitely yeah we could like include that as well maybe like a short little section of it because like i feel like that would, that would definitely be kind of like a viral tiktok video just like uh, waiting to happen <laughs> anything to do with dancing and music yeah it'll be popping really really quickly. right <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, I mean, no dude, yeah yeah
0: I-, I wanted to see like what are what is the end goal for fab to duo
1: honestly and this is just we 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 want to be a household name we want people to understand that if you're gay that's not a limitation um we are right now even right now making history with everything we do and we would love it if we could be the first um people to the first gay couple to win awards um whether it be a grammy or whatever it be um and get notoriety from that and show people that you can you can be a gay couple you can be gay you can be anything that's not the norm and still do what you want and still do it well um you know we hold ourselves to such a high standard i mean we have people messaging us from all over the world at any given day saying oh my god i just found y'all it's literally illegal like a death sentence if i'm gay and i just want to wow. say like, y'all literally are saving so like, my life yeah. by just showing me that it could be possible for me so thank you like we get messages like that it gets really like deep um and people have come to us like saying like you know crazy things like and just like it heart it just it's so heartbreaking um and so like it just makes us want to do it more because we're barely doing anything right now like we're doing well but like we could be doing so much more for them so that's something we really believe in and really want to do and we are also biracial or we're a biracial couple so interracial couple so like we want to just show people that even black and white people and anyone can if you believe in something if you love one another we can you know make shit happen so that's, oh, yeah. that's a
2: cool pretty one. yeah pretty noble Yeah. Cause. for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome go. i mean i just wanted to ask like specifically about like the production of the songs like are you guys doing everything or like do you have it seems producer? like a lot of work on
0: those
1: yeah yeah too. definitely like, and like yes yeah.
2: yeah. so, like what's like the team behind you guys or are you guys primarily the team or like what's up with that
1: so we have a very very small but mighty mighty team um we had <laughs> we had a terrible experience at the very beginning where we lost a ton of money and uh but uh we learned from that and now it hasn't happened again um but whenever it comes to music videos we do every we plan everything ourselves we do the styling um we kind of find we pretty much everything but the cinematography and the editing we do ourselves um but but we always keep a collaborative atmosphere because that's literally what made fab fab so we like to make sure that everyone who steps
3: onto our sets um, knows that their voice is gonna be heard. So, we don't do the actual production of the song. Um, we have our own producer and. You wanna a different shout him producer.
2: out? Shout him or her out?
3: Yeah. So, we have um, for our full EP, we had a producer named Mr. Sonic, yeah. who is really big in the Latin world. He's one like worked with Shakira and Ricky Martin and oh. won a Latin Grammy. And um, now, for our next song, um, part, or our newest song, Party for Two and Moving Forward. Um, We're working with Nico Vaude. It goes by Vaudeville Studios. Um, And it's, like, just a bit more of a modern sound. Um, Mm -hmm. So we have our own producers, but we're still definitely, like, very heavily involved um, with the whole process. Um,
1: Yeah, we we like to think of ourselves as creatives through and through. Um, So we... I, I, we were both very firm believers and you got to do it yourself until someone can do it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of what we do. Um, and, you know, we surround ourselves with extremely talented people because those are the people that make sure that we know what we're doing. And then, uh, And then, but we always have an idea of what we want. Yeah. So that way they know where they're going with it. And then literally everything you see, everything you hear is all collaborative between everyone. Um, but obviously we, we birthed the baby.
3: <laughs> yeah, and a big lesson I learned, um, I always imagined making music that like, I would just be like doing my thing, playing guitar. Some label or producer would come, um, make me famous and do everything, and I would just sit there and look pretty and they would do everything. <laughs> and at the beginning, we sort of got what we thought was that fantasy where someone came in and was like, I'm gonna do everything for you. Just listen to everything I say, I'm gonna make you guys big, it's gonna be amazing. And it turned out to be a huge mess. As Greg said, we lost a lot of money. And then after that, we are like, you know what? We need to really be in charge of this is our faces that we're putting Mm -hmm. out there. So we need to know what we're doing. We need to know every aspect of the industry from doing the PR and the branding and the videography and production. Like we got to at least know how to do it ourselves. And Mm -hmm. until like someone else could do it better, obviously in the future, we'd love to have like a huge label and, you know, a big, big team behind us, but until we like, have people that we can trust it's better and cheaper and more w- rewarding to like be pretty much in charge of everything and
1: also we get to bring our talented friends in and mm-hmm. work with them which is always fun and yeah like yeah I, we'd
3: rather work with our friends in like you know some yeah. big wig at a you know which, is, which is all well and good if you pay us enough <laughs> but, yeah, I, you know, I think it's <laughs> that like artists who are just starting out know that like it's okay to do a lot yourselves. It's okay not to have a label or a manager at the very beginning. Um, and it's good to learn how to do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially
1: it's, right now. Because also, the more you know, the more you won't you won't let people get away with later. And that's the mm-hmm. thing, it's like this industry, people love a, a clueless person because they can mm-hmm. do so much for so little money or make them pay for it because they just don't know any better. But if you arm yourself with everything and you're like, You walk into that room, you can be like, no, because I could do that. Why can't you? So you can do that and you can do more. And that's how you'll pay me. And
3: and now that we know who we are, we're not, we won't just let anyone come in and say like, well, you have to do things this way because we already know who we are. We know what works. We know what our brand is. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I feel like we have a little bit more say for what we're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially in the beginning phase when people are just getting introduced to us. I think that's super important.
0: Yeah. what that's is your brand
3: Ooh, um, brand um, is love love,
1: love. fierceness love is, I mean our name says it all so our name Fab is actually an acronym Ooh. it stands for fierce ass bitches that's fierce what it stands ass for. <laughs> fierce ass bitches um and that's really what it's about it's about living your fierce life and you know loving everyone as hard as you can and yeah
3: and our motto is just be you be proud so we're just trying to be the like most heightened extra versions of ourselves Mm -hmm. and encourage everyone else to do the same
2: awesome Yeah. yeah i mean like once again for like it's been what maybe like two years, but you guys have already achieved so much success. So yeah. like, congrats on the amount of success that you guys have like, you know, gotten in like such a short time. So you guys are definitely on like a upward trend for sure.
0: Yeah, and that just goes to show like how universally, you know that, that message is for, for people to, to sort of attach to.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. yeah thank you yeah no I, we're we're very lucky and we're very happy with everything that's happened and we just hope that it just keeps going yeah <laughs> so yeah thank you awesome.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Or, or something we always ask everybody who comes in like what do you guys think like how do you think new york city has changed you as people
1: mm. um for me i think it's just made me stronger bolder and very much um more more willing to take a chance
3: because new york is the biggest chance i've ever taken (laughs) (laughs) and for me it's taught me how to say no honestly which is so important because i was always the kind of person who just wanted to please everyone and say yes to everything and you know not getting any trouble or start anything and like honestly no one has time for that in new york Mm -hmm. if you say yes to everything or if you try to like you know accommodate every single person even the people who don't care about you you're not going to get anywhere in the city so you know it's definitely it's forced me to be a little a little tougher and yeah be not afraid to advocate for myself even if it you know makes some people angry
1: yeah I always say this. This is like my quote that I made up. It's like New York's a bitch, but it takes one to know one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I've always said. And I think it's just like very.
2: That's an amazing quote.
1: Put that on a box. It's Greg. (laughs) Quotes by Greg.
0: Wow. What what are some challenges that you guys have like being a duo versus like being either a single artist or you know part of like a bigger group like what sort of challenges or, or benefits are there to to being just a duo
1: Honestly challenges is just like obviously you know we're in a relationship so it's balancing that but honestly that's not it's not too hard it's just one of those things that is just is what it is and you just go with it Um, But there's actually a lot of benefits like we both were solo artists and it's so hard to be a solo artist and to do everything by yourself and we're so lucky that we get to play off of each other and we don't really have to worry about an audience because we're worrying about ourselves and we just interact with ourselves because there are moments where it is intimidating like for instance, New Year's Eve, we did a show at the bitter end and there was, I think, almost 300 people there, which sounds insane now, but there were 300 people mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was intimidating. Like it was, a lot of them were people we didn't even know. It was like New Year's Eve at the bitter end. So it was just like, oh my gosh, but we just like, we have a motto, which is like, we just focus on each other. And if you get nervous, just look at each other. And that's something you can't do as a solo artist. Like if you're freaked out, you're freaked out. Like, and everyone knows, Um,
3: so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think some things about being a duo, like we do have to hire a band sometimes or now we're sort of going in the more backing track, backup dancers. But you know, obviously if you are in a band, it's easier, you don't have to hire a band each time you do a show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, obviously there are some times that we don't like agree on every single yeah, thing. That's, that's yeah, that's the like, overall. But um, even if we disagree on things, it's, I think we end up with something stronger because we have both of our opinions and we balance things off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, obviously there's like little things like posting on Twitter, it's, oh, I could see you guys. You know, it's like, we have to have a voice that's both of us, not just one person which makes sometimes makes things a little like complicated and yeah, but yeah, I mean, but it's also nice
1: it. cause we get to bounce ideas off yeah. each other. So it all evens out totally. In the end, but yeah. Awesome.
2: Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, what,
0: what do you guys want to leave with? <laughs>
1: <Just> <laughs> like one yeah. Because I don't want this whole thing. Just <laughs> <Yeah. one>. <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, literally I, 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 just be you be proud and be loud as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else that's kind of what we always say so